Hello, and welcome to another Lessons from the Battlefield. I'm Ben, and I wanted to talk to you this week in particularly about understanding, biblical understanding. Um, it's, in, it's vital for mighty men and women of God to have an understanding of God's heart. And the Bible touches on it quite a bit. And it's funny how um, we spend most of the time throughout the course of our lives trying to understand why God does what he does, why he doesn't do certain things when we think he should, why he does things we th don't think he, sh he should be doing it, um, why certain courses in our life go in certain direction. And it's like, God, why? Why did that why, why did that happen? Or why did you allow that to happen? Or, or whatever. And it's, it's, uh, it's a journey to the, to the heart of God's wisdom, really. And uh, we really wanted to spend some time talking about that. Um, Tori and I have had that on our hearts the last week or so and um, have discussed it quite a bit. And, and um, so it's important that we understand that seeking God's wisdom and seeking knowledge and seeking understanding are three different things. The Bible separates those things. Um, obviously, wisdom is divine. The Holy Spirit grants us wisdom when we ask. James talks about that. Um, knowledge is, is what we accumulate in our, in our mind and in our heart from study. Um, understanding, though, comes from a mix of the two, where the Holy Spirit sorts out and interprets for us what it is we're learning. And for us to understand the heart of God is to stay constantly plugged into the Word of God. Now, I know that a lot of you probably don't want to hear that. I know a lot of us, I mean, let's just be real with, it, with, with each other and with ourselves. A lot of us are, aren't disciplined in reading the Word of God like we should be sometimes. And sometimes it isn't the most thrilling thing to do. Um, how many times have we thought to ourselves, you know, I mean, I really need to read my Bible more. But we come up with a hundred other things to do instead because sitting down and reading our Bible just isn't that exciting. And so, um, but here's the thing, in, a, in order for us to really understand the heart of God, we have to know, we have to be very familiar with the living word of God and, and what he's constantly saying, what he's constantly thinking and feeling. And the more you know someone, I mean, this applies to anybody on earth as well. The more you know someone, the more you listen to them speak, the more you watch what they do and understand what they say, the more you can kind of understand why they do things. And God is no different in that respect. Uh, Proverbs 3, 5 and 6 says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Don't lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge Him, and He'll direct your path. So the Bible's really clear in Proverbs 3 that it's not real smart for us to lean on what we think we know. In everything we do, we're supposed to be looking towards him and he'll direct our, our I mean, the, the scripture says he'll direct our path, which means he'll direct where we're walking, how we're thinking, what we're doing, what we understand and what we don't understand because we're not leaning on our own understanding. I mean, how many of us throughout our lives have thought we understood something and only to find out later we didn't? Um, I found that with every new revelation that God gives me of him and of his character, I, I realized that I knew less about him than I thought I did. It's like, wow, every time I come to, coming into a new 
um, sphere of understanding and who you are, the the more I realize, wow, man, I, it feels like I'm getting to know you for the first time all over again every time. So what what is understanding according to to God? It's important that we kind of define that in a biblical context. And, and, and like I already kind of pointed out, it differentiates from human wisdom and human knowledge. Biblical understanding involves discerning God's will and recognizing spiritual truths and then applying them to our lives. Um, Ephesians 1, uh, 17 through 19, uh, says that the, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give to you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him, and that the eyes of your understanding being lightened, that you may know what is the hope of his calling, what are the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints, and what is the exceeding greatness of his power towards us who believe according to the working of his mighty power. Um, it's, it's Paul wrote this as a prayer for spiritual understanding and revelation for the Ephesians to know God better. And it, it, it's funny because all my life, I mean, I grew up in church and all my life I've heard that verse over and over and I've never understood what it meant, ironically. And the scripture is specifically talking about biblical understanding and that Paul is praying for understanding um, for the Christians who are reading his letter. And so when we look at this passage, when we look at Ephesians 1, 17 through 19, Paul is praying specifically that, the, that God gives them wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. Like, reveal, Lord, reveal more of who you are to, to, to them. And, that, and open their eyes so they understand what that means. It's such a cool prayer. And I, I don't think we can look at it enough, to be honest. But that's understanding according to the, to the, to the Word of God. Um, understanding spiritual truths applying them to our lives, understanding who God is and why he does what he does, and understanding also that there's some depths to his character. Um, there's a mystery to, to who the Lord is that is sometimes very hard to understand. And on this side of heaven, sometimes we will never understand. Why, why do certain people pass away when other people don't? Why are certain people miraculously healed when other people aren't? Why, you know, why, 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 why? And on sometimes on this side of heaven, we never understand why. And that's a hard thing for us to learn. That's a hard truth for us to understand. Um, something else to kind of look at, too, is why it's needed, why, we have, why understanding is needed. Now, this is, I mean, a no-brainer statement to make, but there's no point in calling ourselves Christians. There's no point in being a disciple of Jesus if we lack understanding and don't have any desire to seek understanding. It's one thing to not understand. God wants us hungry to seek him, and then he'll give us understanding. It's another thing to not understand and not care that we don't. It's, it's, we want, we, God wants us to have his perspective on things, and it's crucial for a fulfilling and righteous life. And the consequences of lacking spiritual understanding can really impact our relationship, not just with God, but with other people. Um, David prayed for that in Psalm 119, verse 34. Give me understanding that I may keep your law and observe it with my whole heart. Um, 
David just goes cuts right to the point like he always does. Lord, just give me understanding. Help me to understand you. Um, I want to be able to obey you with all my heart. And I some some things that you you want me to do and how you want me to live, it's hard for me to understand. So help me understand that. It it's directly understanding is directly connected to obedience. If I don't understand why God says certain things, it's hard for me to obey them. That's why there's so many believers out there that think that the Bible is just a list of rules of do's and don'ts. But if you understand the heart of the Father, it's more along, it's, it's, it opens up your eyes to understand that the Word of God isn't a list of things He doesn't want you to do. It's a guidebook on how to live your life to avoid heartbreak. He loves us so much. It's like, look, don't do this because this is how this turns out for you, and it's terrible. Don't do that because if you do that, it's, it's going to break you, and I don't want that for you. Do this instead because it'll bring fulfillment in your heart and in your life. And I want you to have an abundant life. That's why he says what he says. It's things like that that require understanding. And when we don't have understanding, it re relationship turns into religion. It becomes a list of rules to follow. It becomes a, a, a list of routines to observe every week. It becomes um, habitual as opposed to refreshing and exciting because you know a living God and you understand his heart, and you know he's pursuing you, and you're pursuing him. It, it changes everything. That's the, it's a, there's a real need for divine understanding there in our lives. <clears throat> so when you're on this quest for true understanding, and you're diving into this journey of obtaining understanding, there has to be an emphasis on the need for humility, the need for prayer, and, and, and the need for the fear of the Lord, because it's the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Um, just contrast that with worldly pursuits of knowledge versus the pursuit of understanding God. Like everything we think we know. Like I know a lot of believers who can rattle off every stat about football, about football players, about football teams, about football games. And that's fine. I mean, everybody has passions and, and hobbies and things that they love. But when you know the, those kind of things far more than you know the Word of God, and, and, and even more so far more than you understand the Lord's heart for you and for the other people and for the world, then something's askew there. You, it, at, by the time you reach the end of your life, what's going to matter more? Is it going to the fact that you're going to meet a creator you barely know? Or the fact that you can, you know, and, but, but you can rattle off statistics about your favorite football team or the other way around where you, that, that the football stuff or whatever it is that you're passionate about isn't nearly as important as the one in whom you're pursuing and the one in whom you're in love with. Job in, in verse 28, um, 12, and also verse, he repeats this again in verse 20 and verse 23 of the same chapter. He says, where can wisdom be found? And where is the place of understanding? It's, it's Job's meditating on the rarity and value of true wisdom and understanding. Like, where do I even find this? It's, it's hidden from the eyes of, of everybody on the earth and kept secret from the birds of the air, according to how Job worded it. There's a reason why when Jesus is taken to trial, Pilate asks him, what is truth? Like, what is real? What is true? How do I, how do I know anymore? I don't even know up from down anymore. People are crying out for your blood and you're an innocent man. 
but you won't defend yourself, and I don't understand what's going on. And it's <clears throat> everybody out there, whether they know Jesus yet or not, is seeking understanding. They want to know why they're on the earth and why they exist and what their purpose is and and so on and so forth. Everybody feels that, and everybody's asking that. And only the Holy Spirit can give that kind of understanding. I wasted the first half of my life pursuing worldly things, fleshly pursuits, the lusts of the flesh. I didn't have any understanding of who God was, and I certainly didn't have any understanding of who I was in Him. And so when you don't know your own character, you make decisions for your life out of character. You don't know who you are, so you just kind of fit in where you can. You make decisions based off of what you want in the moment. You know, and it, we, it, I encourage you <clears throat> on that note, if you're not a paid subscriber, to become one because you can go back and look at the past podcasts. And we have an entire curriculum on identity, podcasts on identity. And I really want to encourage you to check that out and listen to it. If you're struggling with your own identity and you don't know who God says you are, and how to live in the identity of a prince or princess of God, a mighty man or woman of God. I really want to encourage you to go back and listen to those because it is chock full of the wisdom of the Holy Spirit, and, uh, and it would bring breakthrough to your life. But anyways, just uh, there's a real Im importance in learning who you are, and the more understanding you gain in that, the more it quickly shifts how you live your life. When, when the Holy Spirit finally broke through to me, in my life, it flipped everything upside down. It was like, oh my gosh, this is what life's about? This is who you are? This is who you say I am? What does that mean for me? How do I live now? And then he began to show me. And as I pursued that and fell more and more in love with the Father, it was like, oh my gosh, this is how I could have been living my life all this time. And it was the first time I'd ever felt fulfillment. So I really want to encourage everyone that's listening, pursue understanding, pursue the heart of God in this. Um, how do I do that? How do you pursue understanding? Well, there's some practical steps you can take that, that will increase your spiritual understanding. Studying the word is one of them. I know, like I said, I know a lot of us don't have the, the, the it's not, it's not exciting to us as we want it to be, but if you discipline yourself to get in the Word, even if it's for 10 minutes a day, just ask the Lord beforehand, before you sit down and open up the, the Bible and just read, Lord, show me what you want me to understand about you today in your Word. Just highlight something, even if it's one word in something I read, that, that stirs in my heart and makes me understand you a little bit better today, than I, more than I did yesterday. And then get in the Scripture and just read. I promise you there will be breakthrough there. It, it, it provides incredible understanding. It's, it's the most vital thing that he's given us on the earth short of the Holy Spirit is his word. Pray for insight is another one. Like I, like I just mentioned, ask the Lord, what, are you, what do you want me to do? Where, where is your heart right now? What are you thinking about and dreaming about? What are you trying to say to me about other people and about yourself? Give me understanding as to how to navigate my day-to-day. -day. Just as I go to work today, as I interact with my family, as I run errands, you know, whatever. Lord, what is it that you want me to understand about you in these circumstances? What is it you want me to understand about these people, the way that you see them? 
And what, he, what he'll do is the Holy Spirit will show you how to live out the teachings of Jesus. The teachings through the Gospels that Jesus points out about the kingdom of heaven being right here among, amongst us, what that really means, how to live that out, how it can fulfill your life, how it isn't religion. It's the most vital and life-giving and exciting thing that we could ever experience on this earth. Psalm 119, again, yeah, verse 99, 100, 130, um, verse 169, all in that same chapter. David writes, I have more understanding than all my teachers, for your testimonies are my meditation. I understand more than the ancients because I keep your precepts. The entrance of your words give li gives light. It gives understanding to the simple. Let me cry and come before you, O Lord. Give me understanding according to your word. So understanding, again, I, I know I've just pounded this into, the, into our heads uh, this morning, but understanding is directly tied to the, the word of God, his precepts, his testimonies, his teachings. What he's saying about who he is gives us understanding about why he does what he does. If we can get understanding on, on things like how he views death, then we see death differently in this life. If we can get understanding about how he sees pain or trial or suffering or any pick a topic, how God sees it, it changes the way we see it because now we understand him better. So I just want to encourage you to apply this understanding in your daily life, um, such as like just decision-making, interacting with others, growing in your faith. I want to encourage you to just listen to, to what the Lord is saying and then share your understanding with others as a form of discipleship and service. This is what God is telling me about Him. This is what I'm learning about Him. And you share that with other people so they gain understanding. Because what will happen is it will spark a hunger in their spirit to pursue Him in that same way if they aren't already. That's what iron sharpening iron means. It sometimes sparks are produced. And sometimes we, when iron sharpens iron, and sometimes we hear things we don't want to hear. It agitates our spirit or it makes us uncomfortable. And that's just the way God likes it. So uh, press through that. Seek understanding. Colossians 1, 9 and 10 says, For this reason we also, since the day we heard it, do not cease to pray for you and to ask that you may be filled with the knowledge of his will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding, that you may walk worthy of the Lord, fully pleasing Him, being fruitful in every good work, and increasing in the knowledge of God. So like I said at the beginning of this podcast, knowledge, wisdom, understanding are three separate things to the Lord. In Colossians 1, 9, and 10, all three are mentioned. That Paul's telling the, the church at Colossae, like we're praying that God gives you all three things. Knowledge of His will, wisdom, and spiritual understanding so that you can walk worthy. And I think deep down, that's all we really want, right? We just want to be able to say we walked worthy of the Lord, fully pleasing Him. And then and that where we were being fruitful in every good thing that we did. So I, again, I just want to encourage you all to, to, lift, to live a life worthy of the Lord, fully pleasing Him, bearing fruit in every good work, and increasing in the knowledge of God. Um, I can't thank you all enough for, for tuning into our podcast every week. 
If you're a free subscriber, you're getting this once a month, and we just thank you that you're that you're coming and that you're um, listening to what God is saying to us and through us. Um, if you're not a paid subscriber, I encourage you to do that. It's only $5 a month, and you get one of these podcasts every week instead of just once a month. And plus, you can go back and listen to any past one we've ever done. Our School of the Mighty even has curriculum that we never aired, and it's only for paid subscribers. So there's a bunch of podcasts there that talk about being a mighty man and woman of God, what that means, how God views mighty men and women, what he wants to use them for in the earth now, and so on. And it's designed to really show us our identities and just hammer that away into your spirit so that you walk worthy of him and become mighty in your life and in your job and with your family and and just in day-to-day living. Um, so I want to thank you again for everything and thank you for listening. Uh, I can't, I, again, I want to encourage you to check out the reflection questions for this podcast. Um, there's, there's five every week and they're designed to just ask you questions about your own life, reflection questions on who you are, why things are happening in your spirit, the way they are, what you feel about them and so on, and where the Lord is, where you see the Lord is working in, in these different areas. And I just want to pray for you right now. Um, Holy Spirit, come. Give us understanding according to your word. Help us to know you. Not for religion's sake, but for relationship's sake. We want to know you. We want the, Your word says over and over again to love the Lord our God, and we want to love you more. We want to do that. Show us how. Show us how to go into a deeper, loving relationship with you. Um, maybe for some of us for the first time ever. So God, we just thank you. We praise you. I bless the people listening to this. And I pray in Jesus' name that you would give them understanding and that it would become contagious and addicting to them that they'd seek you in everything they do in a deeper and deeper fashion. Amen. Thank you again for attending and listening. And we can't wait to, to speak to you and hear everything that you have to say between now and next week. And so until next time, we'll see you later.